0: The real deal now Ooh. Gonna kick your sorry ass out on the street <laughs> that you got? You used to think you on the street We're back to bad cause your ass is dead meat Victory's sweet Bring it on. Here's a receipt Bring it on. What, you Bring it on. what you gonna do about it, Bring it on. Is that what you got Bring it on. And what you gonna do about it, Bring it on. Gonna kick your sorry ass But what you gonna do
1: Hello, everybody, welcome to the London Wrestling Podcast. My name is Robert Fuller, and Return to the Show is the host of the Am I on the Air podcast, uh, Don Owens. Don, welcome back.
0: Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me back. Always love talking wrestling with you.
1: Thank, you, thank you very much. Um, and we are continuing our series of 10 years of Mulling Bank, and we are talking about the match at WrestleMania 26. Now, this is interesting for each of us for reasons. Um, this is actually the first Mulling Match that I ever saw. And for you, you actually there live. Yeah, that
0: is pretty cool that it's something special for both of us because you never forget your first, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty awesome that that was your first one. Uh, and yeah, I was in the crowd. WrestleMania 26 was the first WrestleMania that I went to live. It was here in Phoenix, Arizona. I live in Tucson, so just about a couple hours away. And, uh, it was incredible, man. I mean, I, I loved it being able to see it firsthand like that, and just all the ladders clashing and people trying to grab stuff, and even the ending of it is very uh, controversial, <laughs> which was very edited if you've watched it on the WWE Network. But uh, we'll get to all that. But yeah, it, it was it was awesome, man. So I've, I've been lucky enough to see a couple Money in the Bank ladder matches, and that that was the first one though for me to see live was WrestleMania 26. Cool. Um, so,
1: um. Well, before we talk about the match, um, 2010 was a time where we had free Money in the Bank ladder matches, and apparently they announced that there was going to be a, a pay-per-view Money in the Bank before WrestleMania. Do you think it was still weird having a Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania?
0: Yeah, I thought it was a little bit weird, but i I always thought that there was actually room... both to be honest Um, especially at this time because at WrestleMania 26 we still had two titles Um, so, you know, they could have easily just done the WrestleMania one for the WWE title and then did the pay-per-view one for the world title. You know, if they wanted to do something like that, they could have even, if they wanted to, they could have even kept the WrestleMania one and had it be for the Intercontinental title or something like that. I, I liked that Money in the Bank was a special thing at wrestlemania it's like they're trying to make up for it now with the andre the giant battle royal yeah it's like that's their new like ooh, let's get a match where we can get multiple guys on the card at the same time and it just doesn't have that flair i mean money in the bank was born at wrestlemania i think it belongs at wrestlemania don't get me wrong i love having it in its own pay-per-view as well but i think that there's room To to do it for multiple titles. I mean, that's the one one thing I'll give for T N A is I like that when they have you know they have a briefcase for every title, you know with that whole feast or fire thing that they do, and you know I I think W W E could kind of take a page out of their book for that and maybe you know do something like that where. Um, the, like I said, the one at WrestleMania is for the Intercontinental Title, and then when you do the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, that could be for the Shot at the Heavyweight Belt. They could do one for uh, the Tag Team Championship, you know, like yeah. so. I think there was room to do too, so I wasn't too shocked when they had this one at Mania, and then they launched the separate pay-per-view a couple months later. Uh, and I, I think they should still do it at Mania. Yeah, so I, was
1: thinking, I mean, it's a big event. to would be to have something like that. Um, don't tell. Have a spectacle. Um, so um, in this one, we have ten competitors, which is the biggest we've had so far, um, and all had qualifying matches. Um, first one, Christian qualified by beating Torito. Um, Dolph Zicker qualified by beating John Morrison and our crew. Um, Kane qualified by beating Drew McIntyre. Um, Cheddar Benjamin perhaps surprisingly, beat CM Punk to qualify. And CM Punk had won two money advance at this point as well. Um, and then, um, Jack Swagger and MVP qualified the beaten Santana Morella and Saxon Ryder. Um, uh, Matt Harley Tronified beating beaten Drew McIntyre again. Um, and then, um, it was deemed to be, it was really going to be to begin with because Evan Bourne, uh, beat Regan Winkle to, to become the last one. Um, but this time Drew McIntyre was being viewed as the chosen one by this McMahon. Um, uh, so he got given another chance to, um, qualify. But he beats random uh, jabroni to win that, and then um, it got Mm -hmm. to ten when Kofi Kingston beat Vladimir Kozlov. So, did you think ten is too many, or (laughs) you I loved it. Um, This was yeah.
0: This is is this the biggest one?
1: Yeah, so far
0: 10. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember when they kept adding people to it, and I was like, that's awesome. Like, I loved it. I mean, I think they should still continue to do that, you know? Like, yeah. I think 10 is a good number. It, it's funny because they don't seem to know where they want to go with as far as participants in this match anymore because it's like some years it's like 6, some years it's 7, some it's 8, this one was 10. It's like money in the bank's all over the place. Like, they, they need to get a... Hardened, steady rule <laughs> on to how many people they want to put in this yeah. match. Uh, cause it's kind of like the year they did the 40 man Royal rumble, you know? And then it was like, after that, I wanted 40 men every year, <laughs> yeah. you know? And they went back to 30 and it's like, man, I'm missing out now. And, and that's how I feel with the money in the bank. It was like, how do you go to 10 people? And then the next year be like, we got seven, yeah. you know? So I, I, I love the fact that they stacked this thing, especially with it being at WrestleMania, because it gave a lot of guys a chance and an opportunity on the main card of the year.
1: Yeah. That's true. Um I don't know, it just seems we I mean it just kinda of work in this mic, but there the must have floors too many because obviously we had uh eight. Um there would have be been an eight and then one of the wonderful thing we match just had five, but that that was because it was like all like oh my champions. And... Um, so, um, so all the guys come out. They all talk about. The only thing talk about is probably Drew McIntyre because um, he comes out and just go, yeah, it's not like <laughs> because he's, he he got, like three chances to um, qualify, and I, I I still don't get how he got how he was made as the chosen one by this man.
0: Yeah, I you know Drew was somebody that I thought big things were headed for. I mean, I like Drew a lot, and he definitely. I don't know what happened, man. He he must have had some kind of backstage attitude or something because I don't know how you can go from getting endorsed by the chairman of the board to just becoming like a jabroni and you know, 3MB, <laughs> you know. And uh, But he's doing great stuff in TNA right now, so I'm glad to see him kind of getting his second win. But, uh, you know, he was, between him and Christian, those were the two that I thought was going to win this Money in the Bank yeah. at this WrestleMania. Yeah,
1: um, okay, so the match begins with uh, Dawn falling and then Makati kind of hits a big boot on Kane and starts stomping on him. Um, MVP and F.E.G. provides him with a ladder and Makati kind of starts, so obviously he's getting really, um, like, um, like the dominant dominance here. Uh, but, uh, Michael comes in and topples the ladder and Makati gets hit with a high knee by board and then a crystal plate by Hardy and then MVP boots him along the ring. They're kind of like showing that you no, know, that no one likes mother tire so they pretty much beat the fuck out of them. Uh-huh. Um, and then we get um, Born MVP, Benjamin, Swagger, and Hardy all, all five climb the time one ladder. But um, Braun, Bending, Dust gets a briefcase, where he then chokeslam out the win um, by Kane, and then Bree lands on both Benjamin and MVP, and then Swagger and Hardy on top of the ladder, I and mean, then that's topped by Tof, Tof- uh, Kofi. So, in these matches, you get a lot of. I know it seems repetitive in a way, but WWE, you're supposed to use Wilson's like one I've seen them like a lot. Uh, you do get the same bit, and do you still think that even though the same bit, that doesn't really take away from the match?
0: I'm sorry, does what take away from the match?
1: It, like having, having the, um, the same spots, and like every ladder match, I have to, like, you know, people diving off ladders and people on the outside and stuff like that.
0: Uh, you know, not really, not, not in a money in the bank match. I mean, there's only so much you can do with a ladder. So I expect to see a lot of the same stuff and it's, I think it's still pretty thrilling regardless, you know, as long as long as not the same move by the same guy done 10 times, yeah. then I'm cool with it getting mixed up with different guys, you know, jumping over ladders and stuff like that. No, I, I, I don't think that any of the money in the banks have been too overdone.
1: Okay. Cool. Um, so we got, um, Christian pulling Hardy and into the, uh, corner, and then, uh, they throw a ladder, and then Monkey flipped the Kofi into the ladder, for it was a nice spot there. And then, uh, Chris has to climb up, cause Ziggler, um uses the zigzag off the ladder to get a bit of him. Um Ziggler climbs up, m pulls him off, and then, uh, um, m climbs up, and then, Kane pulls him off and kind goes of flat, slam him, was hit by a ladder by Kofi. And then, uh, the trap Kane in the corner of the ladder. Because, uh, obviously, Kane's a big guy, so they're going to try and, like, try and get rid of him. And then, um... Kobe goes up and punches, um... Someone... I can't remember. Who did a go up punch? Because I didn't write it down. Because there's a bit where Kobe goes to punch someone, and then he... Where he gets powerbombed onto a ladder. Is that like Kane or someone else?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love that stuff, man. Especially, yeah. like, the power bombs, like, yeah. into the ladders, and the ladders break in half. And, like, uh so much cool stuff that they can do in there.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Um Bedrin then starts to climb up with Swagger, push him off with another ladder. And then Swagger hits Kane and MVP with the ladder, so getting hit with a high by Born. Um there's one bit where Swagger gets under one ladder and then um but Christian and Matt Hardy have a ladder each and it gets like hit with them all the time. Um uh, so that's kind of like incapacitating Swagger for a bit. And then um Born, Christian and Hardy all climb up. Um Hardy uh, falls, but Christian tries to hit Born with a kill switch. Uh, slight point with that, Christian takes a year to hit the kill switch now, and, and I never remember. It wasn't until recently that you realized that it's taken longer and longer the move. He used to do it really quickly when he first started.
0: <laughs> Sorry, say that again.
1: No, I'm talking about. Um, Uh, Christian with the kill switch, how will easily do it, and I'll take, like, hours.
0: Yeah, you know, that's the thing with these ladder matches, is sometimes, like, trying to set up the right move, and grab the guy in the right way when you're hanging off a ladder it just you know it you get that awkward moment where you're just like this is taking way too long and there's yeah. no way that like like the one guy's trying to hold his position on the other side yeah. of the ladder or you know the other guy's trying like to just swat the belt away <laughs> instead of yeah. like unhooking it you're like why did you just smack it and now it's like swinging around and uh, you know it's it just one of those things you have to kind of like you just put that out of your head. It's just like with a cage match. It's like if, if it was, if a cage match was real, the very first time you suplex somebody, you would just go run out the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it would never go more than two minutes, you know, or you would just jump up the cage and run out, you know, climb over the top real fast. You have to suspend your disbelief a little bit. <laughs> and That's so they can, but you know, we get some really cool stuff. Sometimes it works great. Sometimes it doesn't. So <laughs> Yeah. I'm getting
1: a note to when um, when, um he hit. Born his airborne with Christian uh, from the ladder. Um, one starts to climb up, he's chucked out by Matt Hardy, and then what's well, comes in, sends Hardy onto the ladder, reds between the rope and another ladder. Um, Emory appears, sends the Benjamin climb up, and then starts to fight him out. Um, Benjamin reverses a power bomb into the poor, poor corona, and sends the both to the outside. And then we get a little might visit Peter Doge trying to miss each other and stuff like that. Um, There's a bit with Kofi um, here's a Trouble in Paradise on Kane. And probably one of my favourite bits of the match. Um, Earlier on, um, a ladder gets broken. um, And I suppose that's the only ladder available. So Kofi uses them as stilts and tries to use them to climb climb up and drop the briefcase.
0: I would I I don't really remember that like what one of the big spots I remember was just the was Evan Bourne just doing that airborne yeah like <laughs> just well, didn't he do it with the with, oh, I'm trying to remember like did he do it with the ladder or he just did it from
1: he did it from the ladder um you're thinking about John Morrison. and he did a move yeah ladder, yeah John Mars he did a move so with the ladder
0: which I thought was really yeah true. oh man that was one of those moments, but yeah, I don't really recall the other one. I just, I, 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 when I think of this one, I remember a lot of, um, Evan Bourne stuff. Like, you know, he was just so incredible. I mean, I was a big Evan Bourne fan and I was so happy to see him get like this opportunity and, you know, doing this and was curious to see what he would do, you know, in a money in the bank type match. And, he just, you know, he, I remember him delivering the most, you know, and it was, yeah. there was so much going on in this match that even from like a live perspective, like I couldn't even follow it, you know, cause I'm like sitting on the floor. I was, I was sitting right by the ramp, by the entrance ramp at right. this WrestleMania. And, you know, so we're trying to watch and, you know, you got 10 guys all over the damn place. It was like really, really hard to follow from a, from a live perspective. You just hear a lot of clashing of ladders. So, you yeah. know, but you know, watching it back, it was funny to see how many different things played out on that one from a live perspective to you know what it, it was on a playback. So
1: yeah. I think I think that's what I'm interested about uh, because you've watched it live, you you can see everything that's going on. But, exactly. And of course, with the way the TV is, because they they know what spot's coming up, so they make sure the cameras on that bit. Him and the Westerdogs trying to make sure they're not being kind of dist- distressed from that. So trying to get you know, a crowd of what, I don't know, kind of, like, I think it's like over 70,000 with there. They're trying to get them all focused on one particular spot. And some of that might be hard with the amount of competitors there. And they all can't, they all can't like, you know, just stand there with the spot to have and they'll go doing something. Um so we get to that and then, um but Magatai, he pretty did nothing <laughs> since the beginning of this match. Um uh, gets, you disposes of Kofi and an then he starts to climb up another ladder. Um... But um, Hardy uh top of that ladder and send him onto the rope. And then um Hardy and Kane have a bit of a fight until there's Christian um, about trying to get the, uh, trying to get the 3K. um trying Um Christian hits a reverse DDT and Hardy off the ladder, which I thought was a really nice spot as well. And then um to climb up um and Swagger uh, topples of it. However, Christian lands on the feet and then climbs up another ladder that was there. Um Swagger climbed up. Um, and eventually hits Christian with the briefcase. Um, grabs it after what about an hour, and um, <laughs> wins the match.
0: Yeah, that's the key right there. Is grabs it in about an hour. I remember like watching it live. I was like, okay, Christian's got this. And then swagger came out of nowhere and he hit him and he's trying to unhook the briefcase and it's taking forever. So at this point I'm thinking, okay, Swagger's not going to win this, you know, like, like Christian's going to come back or somebody else is going to knock swagger yeah. off the ladder. Cause he's taking way too long. You're just like, there's no way it could physically take this long to unhook this, to unhook the briefcase. And sure enough, he does unhook it. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, like he was up there forever. Um, <laughs> And I'll tell you, man, it was a big surprise because out of almost everybody that was in this match, outside of, like, Kane, like, he was the only one I was like, that I was like, nah, Swagger's not going to win this, yes. you know, so I was really, really shocked by that, that he won it, and then I also thought he was going to be the first one to cash in and not win the title, and then he did become the world champion, so <laughs> it was kind of kind of crazy, like, coming off this money in the bank, but, um, you know, it was... Uh, it was a great match. I just I was not expecting that as a winner, and I'll never forget that ending. Because, like I said, if you go watch the WWE Network for just nine ninety nine right now and watch this Money in the Bank, like like he he gets up to the top of the ladder and basically just the way they edit it, he just unhooks the briefcase and it's done. Perfect. So like you never you never get the full exposure of him being up there for a year trying to unhook the damn thing. But uh, but nonetheless, it was still a really really good match.
1: Yeah. So, um, do you? Think he's a white guy to win?
0: No, I don't. That's what I was saying. I yeah. he he was he was uh, him, Matt Hardy, and Kane we like the three at the bottom of my list that I was just like, okay, it's not going to be these three guys. <laughs> so, you know, so who are they going to go with? Like I said, I thought for sure this was going to be Christian because Christian's been in pretty much almost like every money in the bank. And I was like, one of these years, they got to give it to him, And they <laughs> never did. Um, you know, I thought, you know, that Drew McIntyre had a great chance if it wasn't going to be Christian, you know, you always kind of wonder about Kofi, especially at this point in his career. Dolph was always one, you know, Shelton could have been one, MVP easily could have been one, if they really wanted to go on the outside, it could have been Evans, so, you know, it was just one of those things that I just, I never in a million years thought it would be Swagger.
1: um, Just like
0: the year Swagger won the uh, Elimination Chamber, (laughs) I was like, there's no way, and then he won (laughs) that thing that year. When did he win that? He won the chamber a couple of years ago when he got the uh, title shot
1: for oh, yeah. um,
0: against, what was it, Del Rio? I think it was yeah. against Del Rio. So yeah, yeah that, that was the elimination chamber for the number one contendership.
1: Yeah, um, So we um, comes to the cash-in. Um, he only holds it for two days in real life. Um, he tried to cash-in against uh, John Cena the night after that war. Uh, but never sent to cash-in properly. And then we come to um, SmackDown. Uh, Chris Jericho is the world um Everett the He's in the ring of Dragon. Um he had just defeated Edge at WrestleMania. Um and then um Edge comes down and then this, after a while he starts fighting. Um Edge is a DDT and then kills Jericho with a spear. Um and then Edge one is like to see Edge like, walking backwards looking at Jericho. Um Swagger so, yeah, sees the opportunity um attacks um uh, Edge with the briefcase, which he really doesn't um interfere, request um a referee to come down. Um and then he goes to get uh Markman goes because i'm cashing him money in the bank and then um ref comes down, make sure goes at least standing. Um and then Swagger hits a swagger bomb and pins him to become the champion. Um so that's it and then he I think he's champion to Mysterio takes over weeks up like two or three months later. So um what did you think about Jack Swagger's reign? Well? Did you think it was probably too that probably the wrong decision?
0: Yeah, it was the wrong decision. I, I I thought for sure that when he cashed in he was gonna like I said, he was gonna be the first person to lose it. Yeah. Um I, I thought for sure he was, I just there was no way he should have been a heavyweight champion of the world. It just I it just that was not the right move. And um So I was a little disappointed by that, and his reign was just set up to be kind of pathetic at the same time, too. I mean, he didn't really do much. He was kind of a runaway, whiny champion, and, you know, but luckily they didn't keep it on him very long. He's one of those former world champs that most people in today's, you know, fan base, like, don't even know he's a former world champ. I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, JBL constantly saying, he's a former world champion, you know, reminding us all, because... It wasn't a memorable reign at all and quite frankly it could him and Great Kali could be at the top of the list for the worst ever world heavyweight champions. So, you know, it was it was not the right timing. Swagger didn't have the right push. Um, I was just very, very shocked that he was even able to cash in successfully, especially against Jericho, regardless yeah. of the way he did it. All right. Cool. So
1: um that's like it, that's where I'm in the twenty sixth All done. So um Don, where can we find an internet?
0: Oh, you can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. Uh, like he let you know, I do host an entertainment radio show called Am I on the Air, which uh, is a weekly show bringing you all the latest in entertainment news and TV and movies and uh, everything, reviews. So follow at Am I on the Air on Twitter and check us out over there.
1: Um, and for me, my, um, the um has done on the and uh, my preview review blog is on northernwestern.blogspot.com. And if you want to follow me on It's at northernwestern on one word. So, don't forget to me in the show.
0: I'm sorry?
1: safe happy for be in the show.
0: No, of course. <laughs> sorry. Every, anytime, man.
1: And join um, me next time as we talk about the two Money in the Bank ladder matches from the 2010 preview. So, until then, take care and bye.